Listen, stockpiling gets a really bad rap and a lot of people think that it's only for people preparing for doomsday. Well, I'm here to tell you that stockpiling is the new way to become a savvy shopper and save money while you eat well. Hey there, and welcome to the Saving Wiz podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife, mom of two, personal finance educator, and the OG Saving Wiz. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford a life you love. Together, we'll break down dense money topics and translate them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab your favorite drink, and let's chat about money. Hello, hello. I am so excited to talk about this topic because it's something that actually was a game changer in my home years ago. And it's something I share nonstop on TikTok and Instagram because it's so important. Today, we're going to be talking about stockpiling and what that means and how you can apply it to your routine. Because Look, even if you are a busy parent, even if you've got a million things to do, stockpiling will save the day every day, okay? It is not just for people preparing for doomsday anymore. It's actually for ordinary people, just like you and I, to create food systems that actually work to support our goals of eating well, saving money, and staying on budget. And today we're going to talk about five ways that you can start stockpiling your staple items this month. So let's get started. Number one is to set aside a small amount from your grocery budget specifically for those stockpile sale items. Now, how do you do that? For me personally, I have a $400 to $450 budget for my groceries every single month. And that does not include toiletries or paper products. These are just for food items. So I take my grocery budget for the month and I break it down into weekly amounts. That makes it easier for me to take control and it helps me not overspend. And I'm able to pace myself better when I break it down into weekly increments. Then what I do is I take a small portion of my weekly increment and I set it aside. In my case, I usually set aside about $20 to $25 per week to be able to use for stockpiling sale items. Now, you may decide that you want to just set aside $10 or $15. That's okay. You can always start small. I always talk about starting small. So if you want to start a little smaller, that's absolutely okay. The idea here is to just set aside a certain amount of money so that you have money ready to go when something goes on a crazy sale, like those loss leaders, right? So this is a great way for you to always be prepared so you don't feel like you see something on sale, but you don't have the money, but you're living paycheck to paycheck and you can't find a way to actually get started with stockpiling. This is the way you get started, setting money aside and having it ready to go so that you are prepared for when things go on sale that you can snag them up, cool? All right, next one is to create one space that could even be a really small space where you can keep those items. This doesn't have to be a whole pantry closet. This doesn't have to be a lavish butler's pantry, okay? It could even just be a box that you put in a cupboard. It doesn't have to be something big. It could be a small basket that you keep by your dining room table. What is most important here 
is that you have a designated spot that you can keep your stockpiling basics. Things like flour and bread and rice, sugar and tea and coffee. The things that you use on a regular basis that you can start buying in bulk. Because once you start buying them in bulk, you'll never have to pay retail prices again. It's a great way for you to save money throughout the month, which allows you to lower your grocery bill in its entirety. Which means that you are reducing your grocery bill as a whole. Now, since we're talking about smaller spaces, remember that it also has to be really organized. So have a way for you to label items, maybe create small baskets or something like that, where you bundle like items together so that you know that they are there. Because the worst thing you can do is stockpiling a bunch of items, forgetting that they exist, and then they go bad before you get to them. That's just a waste of money. So we want to make sure that if we are creating a space, whether it's a small or big space, that you have a way and a system to organize that space so you know what you have on hand all the time. Cool? All right, next one is to utilize your freezer more. I talk about freezers all the time because to me, they are the most underrated storage in your kitchen. Think about it. A lot of times we freeze some ice cream, we'll put a couple of pieces of meat in there, but we really don't utilize it the way we should. And there are so many things that you can freeze to save money. Few of my favorite ones are dairy, like butter and cheese. I buy those things on sale in bulk and I save them in the freezer so they're ready when I am and they don't go bad before I can get to them. The next thing I really love to store in my freezer is bread. I buy a lot of bread because we go through a lot of bread in this house, especially pita bread. And I'm going to be really honest right now. The international market that I use for my Middle Eastern supplies and foods, it's not one of my favorites to visit. It's usually very crowded, the lines are long, the deli takes forever, and it's just super inconvenient. So I try my best to limit the amount of times that I visit that store. And so what I do is I will get all of the ingredients I need in bigger quantities so that I don't have to go as often. And that means that I end up picking up a lot of pita bread, sometimes 20 bags at a time. And don't worry, I'm not taking all of them. But I end up taking a lot so that I have enough for an entire month. So I only have to make that trip once a month. This is a great way for you to save time from having to go to many different stores every single week. And instead, you can lessen the frequency that you go to these stores and have more time for the things you love, like spending time with your family, reading a book, relaxing, watching TV. And you'll have things on hand for whenever you need them. They'll be ready in the freezer. If you want to thaw it out, it takes maybe an hour or two and the bread is ready to go. Another one of my favorites is chopped veggies and fruits. Now, I talk about this a lot on TikTok. The chopped onion video was a huge one. The chopped garlic video was another one. And I do this really to help me do better when it comes to dinner time. If I'm able to meal prep some of my veggies that I use on a regular basis in my cooking, then that means that I could just pull it out of the freezer and use it when I need it. And I don't have to worry about taking out a chopping board and a knife and processing a vegetable. It saves me time in my kitchen, but it also saves me money because if I were to buy chopped onions, they are much higher in price than if I buy 
a bunch of onions that I put in my food processor and chop myself. So this is one of the things that I use my freezer for is chopping and prepping things ahead of time and having them ready for me when I need them most. There are a ton more things that you can freeze but these are some of my favorites. I can't wait to hear about your favorites, so make sure that after this episode, you go to Instagram and you DM me. Let me know what your favorite food is that you love to freeze to save money. The next one is to understand your prices. I say this time and time again. Understanding what your unit price is is crucial for you to save money. If you are stockpiling on something you think is on sale and then you see it the next week at a lower price, you haven't saved money. Try to stockpile things that are at their lowest price so that you get the total advantage of stocking those items in your home and saving the most amount of money that you can. Okay, so understand unit price. If you don't know what your unit prices are in your area, that's okay. You can start today by creating a grocery price list. Just take a notebook and write down your groceries that you would normally get, their unit cost, and start tracking those prices. If you're having trouble or you don't want to have to create it on your own, don't worry. I've created a grocery priceless template for you, and you can click on the link in the show notes to get it and get started today. The most important thing is to understand the grocery prices in your area so that you know when something is a screaming deal that you should be stocking up on. And last but not least, how long should you stock up? Because we don't want to stock up like we're going to have doomsday coming up. And we don't want to stock up on things that we can't reasonably use before their expiration date. So a good rule of thumb is to stock up for six to eight weeks at a time. Why six to eight weeks? Because sales cycles are cyclical. They're cycles. That same item will come up over and over again throughout the year. Now, there are times when things are seasonal, but for the most part, you only really need to stock up until the next sale. That's the strategy you want to have, especially if you have a small space, because I am not trying to get you to clutter your home with a bunch of items that just make it frustrating for you to get things done and make meals at home. Instead, Just stock up for six to eight weeks worth, enough to get to the next sale cycle so that you are constantly buying at a sale price and you're using what you have on hand before it expires. I hope that this episode has shined some light on things that you can do today to create a stockpiling routine to start saving money. I can't wait to hear from you, so make sure that you DM me on Instagram and let me know what's one thing you've decided to start stockpiling this month. Talk to you soon. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours. So make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.